Hello everybody and welcome to the Shambles United podcast. This is your host Pranav Shani and today I'm joined by Shorts who's been a regular on this podcast. He's been one of our uh, I think he's been here for seven or eight episodes and also joining us is a debutant in Kevin Ranka. We've been trying to get him we've been trying to get him on the podcast for the longest time but here he is. And I think it's a great episode to have him on because we are less than a week to go before the window shuts. We've signed two players in Sancho and Varane, but there still is a feeling among United fans that probably we've not done enough in the market. And there are, have been talks linking us to a right back, linking us to a DM. Few, few have been linking us to a striker, but obviously that's not going to happen. And it also looks like a right back is not going to happen. So it seems like if United sign anyone from now until 31st August, is probably going to be a DM. Now, Shorts, there have been a lot of players that have been linked to United in terms of DMs. You had some CMs, you had DMs, you had Kamavinga, you had Neves, you had Saul of late. Do you see any of those happening or do you think we've completely missed the trick and we should be targeting someone who is not being linked with us? Hey, Bram. So, uh, in my belief, I suppose Saul is being, you know, looked at really closely. There are there have been a lot of rumors. He does have a you know good pedagogy in terms of how to play uh, in a defensive system. He has good uh, tackling as well as uh, block you know, uh, stats as well. He is good in the air as well. Uh, last time I think I was harping about Neves, although he's not a you know. Good DM. He's not DM at all. But right now, as it stands, I would take any you know defensive player at the moment because things are in good. If Fred, Pastor Fred, goes on preaching in the midfield anymore, <clears throat> apart from this, we should have looked at Bisuma. Bisuma is not uh, you know the greatest ball winner, but he. Uh, he is doing really well. He's been putting up good performances for Brighton uh, in the past season as well and for the f- few games that he's come up with. Uh, Neves is also having a terrific you know, PL, started the PL first two games were really good for him as well. Um, I hope it's one of like a good defensive-minded personality comes into the you know, uh, states. Absolutely. And, you know, we saw Fred, uh, especially in the game against Southampton, he was obviously responsible for the goal. But I think apart from that also, I mean, the goal we conceded. But apart from that also, I feel that uh, he was out of possession too often. He was giving the ball too often. He wasn't able to, you know, control the tempo of the game, which which is prime, which is his primary role. You know, he, he sometimes he plays those really good passes, but his performances have really been inconsistent. And I think that if United are to, you know, reach that next level and challenge for the Champions League or even for the Premier League, I feel that, you know, you really need a good DM. Kevin, what do you think? Do you, you need an upgrade there. Definitely. Absolutely, you need an upgrade Sorry. because having having people like Fred and uh, you know, McTominay in the midfield is fine. You know, Matic also is fine. But you need you need that uh, that X-factor. That's that's why we signed a player like Waran. That's why we signed Sancho because they are those X-factor players. And unfortunately, in Great. midfield, in terms of our DM, we don't have anyone. And Pogba... He's a good midfielder, but you know he's thriving in that uh, left wing role now. So I feel that we shouldn't really yeah. ask him to do something that he's not comfortable with. Let him play there. Let Bruno also play advanced. But we need someone who's very physical who can control the tempo of the game. 
and kevin what do you think do you see any anyone coming through the door or do you have any preferences do you see navesh coming do you see saul coming consider rumors and everything i see saul as a good possibility and even navesh but i think the navesh saga is just too long and there are only a few days left you mentioned the point uh, that united uh, are a, uh, contenders for the champions league and premier league and considering our rivals such as city liverpool and chelsea all of them have a proper dm kante fabinho fernandinho so i think this might the this will be the difference between a title winning united maybe and if we if we are get someone through the doors and we can certainly challenge for the title as well as the champions league as uh, as we all saw on the weekend like our midfield was the weakest link and if we don't improve on that then it might be a repeat of last season like you you know there are names like kamavinga being linked nevesh being linked saul being linked and they are not like proper dms in terms of you know the defensive uh, abilities like they can play as deep line playmakers but they are not really those defensive midfielders who will really shield the back line who will make those tackles those uh, last ditch challenges you know take yellow cards to the team so kevin i'll still ask you that which which of those players do you think uh, will be a good fit for us or do you think none of them are going to be good fits and we need to look look at someone like casemiro obviously it's going to be really difficult to get him from real madrid but if they are spending that kind of money for mbappe they might have to balance the books and sell players so do you see us going for a late move for casemiro or do you have any other preference in mind personally i think casemiro is too big of a signing and i don't think united will go for him in the last few days one theory i uh, there was people were suggesting like if varan comes in they uh, ole can try victor lindelof as as a lone dm but i'm not really sure about that and if he if he if ole tries to experiment and it fails then it will keep backfiring for us and unless we get a dm then it will be uh, really difficult for us absolutely and we also not signed a right back this summer but we've got diego dalla So, Shorts, do you think that we should still look to sign someone and maybe loan Dalot out, or do you feel that he's he's good as a backup and he should be kept? Because obviously, Brandon Williams is left on loan, so that's not an option anymore. So, do you see us getting another right back, maybe someone young for the future, or do you feel that uh, Dalot is good enough to be a second choice? So, uh, considering how Dalot has been performing for AC Milan in the last season. i do think we can give him a chance uh i believe the coaching staff has been working uh, behind the scenes on the set pieces and how said like how the positions also break down uh, although which we couldn't see that much in the midfield with uh, matic and fred but other players have been improving so i would like to give dalo another chance and get the coaching team behind him about the cdms if there is something which you know which can transpire in the last few days we should try pushing for declan rice though although he is very expensive but if west ham are really wanting you know the jesse lingard out there we can you know try some try to you know do some uh, you know uh, masterclass or visit in the transfer market which 
Woodward has always said that United can do things in the transfer market that other clubs dream about. So hopeful over there. But apart from that, I think Saul is someone we might be catching on to. Because yeah, throughout throughout the summer there have been links that uh, you know we can use Lingard in a swap deal to get uh, Declan Rice from West Ham. West West Ham, I think, are looking for a figure in the range of hundred million. Obviously, I think eighty million should do the trick, and no club is going to pay that kind of money at least in this market. So maybe if we give them Lingard, we can probably get it down to fifty or sixty million. But like I've said, you know, it's been it's been in the news for the last two months, and there has been interest from West Ham, but. I have not seen things moving and with Lingard now being in the match day squad and with him coming off the bench, it really looks difficult that we are going to sell him unless West Ham really increase their offer for him because I don't think they are willing to match the 25 or 30 million that United are paying. They are looking for something around 20 million which they value Lingard at, which is pretty fair because he has only one year left on his deal. And I think that if he doesn't leave this summer, he's probably going to sign an extension which is, in my opinion, not the right thing to do because we are getting decent money for someone who we had written off six months ago. So I feel that uh, I think that's a big mistake if the club don't let go of Lingard. Ken, what do you think? Do you think that Lingard deserves a second chance this year or uh, do you think he's got plenty of chances in the past and the time is up and his, the writings have been on the wall for him and he should be leaving United this summer? Uh, personally, I think Ole has given his fair chances to Lingard. And uh, the purple patch he hit last season with West Ham, that was a good, good, good for his career. But at United, the level level has increased uh, considerably high. We have Dan James, we have uh, uh, we have Mason Greenwood, we have all waiting on the wings. So for Lingard to get a start in the Premier League, it would be really difficult. If we play him in the cup games, then it's fine. But I don't see really see Lingard getting those uh, five to ten goals or assists and making an impact and helping us in the title chase or or even in the Champions League race. Uh, hopefully, West Ham come through with the money and even if if it's not a swap deal, selling Lingard would still be a good deal for us. Absolutely, and you know, apart from Lingard, there are other players. Obviously, Juan Mata has just recently signed an extension for a year, so there's no chance he'll be leaving this summer. But what about the likes of uh, Matic? What about the likes of Jones? Uh, even Martial. I think Martial is not going to leave this summer. But these are all players that I don't think we'll get good money for, but at least they are on decent amount of wages and probably stopping others from coming to the club. Maybe if all three can go, we can sign one player for, and give him those kind of wages. But... Do you uh, want, I mean, Shorts, I'll ask you this, do you want all three of them to be leaving in the next six six or 12 months or do you feel that uh, the likes of Martial can still have a future at United? Because I feel that much like Lingard, even Martial has been given his chances. Matic has has done decently well, but he's pretty old. So there's no point of really keeping him on the book for too long. And obviously, Juan Mata, is, he's just there, I feel, for the vibes right now. So uh, what what do you guys think? Do you Shorts, what do you think? Do you want these guys to stay or do you want them to leave? I would prefer if we get a deal for Marshall through because I don't see him improving his movement at all. Last like last last season, uh, he did have you know a good upswing and then he got into the uh, French national team as well. He got a call. He's been keeping off. His movement is not that great. He, his older play is again wearing off. 
he, he was doing it decently before like the, after the lockdown when we were playing but now again i don't see any any of that spark in him uh, about matic it's high time we should have actually offloaded him and got him a cdm actually to replace him but since we have not made that move maybe till next summer we should have him on the books mata i suppose because uh, like he's there for the vibes definitely but he is multilingual he uh, he keeps uh, like he has a lot of experience so he keeps imparting them with the uh, you know youngsters who are there in the squad and i think he'll he'll be tapering off into the uh, coaching aspect of the game and uh, it's my opinion that we are keeping him so that he, can, he and lee grant will be going into the coaching division after this if i'm not wrong that is Yeah, absolutely. Even I feel that that is the reason why Mata was given his contract. He's really liked around in the club, and you know, you do see that he's a genuinely uh, good human being. He wants to help players around him. He really, uh, uh, you know, he uh, represents the club really well. Whenever he's talking, whenever he's giving any interviews, he's always talking good things about the club. And I feel that he really had a positive impact. But in terms of his performance on the pitch, I feel that off the ball, he's really not not been giving us too much. And he might he might be sort of a luxury player. and it's not we we cannot really afford to have luxury players when we have the likes of uh, Pogba and Bruno in our team who will not give you that much off the ball but on the ball they are exceptional kevin what do you think how many players uh, uh, which players firstly i'll ask you should united be looking to sell not not just generally in the next week but maybe in the next come in the coming 6 uh, or 6 or 12 months like in the january window or maybe next summer uh as you guys mentioned uh, mata and matic so probably one of uh, one of those two guys will will be leaving united by the end of next summer as considering anthony marshall uh, he uh, because marcus rashford is out till october and edinson cavani won't be playing all the matches so marshall will still be getting chances and he needs to prove to ole that he still is a united level player and he still can convert those chances and uh, be there and score goals for the club if he does that then uh, united might try to extend his contract considering kavani has just uh, ex- agreed for one year extension uh, con- other players we should try to look to sell is are those which uh, lingard as- especially we already mentioned before and the uh, other aging players which which are in the squad so probably by the end of next season or the season after that Mata, Matic, uh, and Martial, all three, all three would have left United, and uh, uh, we should all uh, we already have a few good replacements such as Garner and other upcoming players. So we've sent them on loan also. So those should uh, those should help United also, and they should try to you know make it to the squad into the into the upcoming seasons. Absolutely, and uh, you guys obviously must. But there is one player we missed. Yeah, it's Phil Jones. <laughs> yeah, I asked you about Phil Jones. Phil everyone, Jones. Everyone just ignored ignored that question. I think nobody wants to talk about Phil Jones. But go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Phil Jones has been there in the club for seven years now. Uh, more than that, if I'm not wrong, because he, I'm not sure about how many years he's been there, but he's been a dead asset since ever since we have won. Uh, he won the twenty title. He's not been contributing at all that much. Unless you had small Dinian in at the back, and then he got a lot of new material. Uh, he did not give up his uh, jersey number for Varane, 
and he wants to fight he's been like there there has been some chirp around the training grounds that like he's putting in a good shift but i don't see much of a future for him he should definitely try to offload him because he's just been not doing anything and he's he's you know costing us a lot of money yeah regarding regarding jones there are reports that uh, some championship clubs are looking at him and uh, you know they tend to do their business closer to deadline day because they feel that they're going to get a cheaper deal obviously united won't be looking for that kind of transfer money but i think the only concern is jones's salary demands because united as you guys know are notoriously overpayers in the market they value players way too highly so i think that will be one of the reasons why we he might have to take a major pay cut and whether he, whether or not he's happy to do that i don't know but i still think that yeah jones is one of the players that has to leave in the next uh, few days and uh, speak is just uh, speaking about transfers you guys must have read about uh, harry kane staying at spurs for the season so city are obviously going to be signing somebody in the coming in the coming days so that means harry kane will be available next summer do you guys see united going for it because cavani i don't see him extending beyond that one year that he signed so united will definitely be looking for a striker and the two names that i think are going to be linked are erling haaland and harry kane so kevin which of those two players do you think is more realistic and which which of those two will be a better fit for united uh considering uh united i hope uh, it depends on who city sign this season they definitely aren't going to get kane so if they sign someone like lewandowski or even hopefully not cristiano ronaldo so uh, if they sign someone as old as both of them then even they in the uh, upcoming seasons they'll be looking for a new striker so uh, considering harry kane or erling haaland i would it will be good for united if they are able to land haaland because he he is a, he is younger than kane and he he has he has a proven record in bundesliga harry kane is will definitely be a asset but there will be no resale value for united considering his age so i'll prefer haaland over kane but united will definitely be uh, in the race for harry kane next season that's that's pretty interesting because i think i i would i would say the same thing if you were giving me harry kane this summer i would probably take him but not for that kind of money but next season united are looking to build for the future and haaland and ole obviously have a decent working relationship they known each other for a long time so maybe that might help haaland come here and united will undoubtedly be able to offer him the kind of wages that he's looking at i don't i don't believe for one for one minute that the 800000 a week uh, uh reports i don't think that he's going to be demanding that much but he's definitely going to be on high wages wherever he joins and he, if he comes to united he probably might be the highest earner shorts do you see that uh, a possibility do you see do you think that haaland deserves to be the highest earner at the club and do you think that united can sign him ahead of i don't know whoever is looking to sign him because with if mbappe goes to uh, real madrid maybe psg might be looking for a striker so do you see him us signing him more, uh, assigning haaland over psg or do you feel that uh, if psg in the race then united have no chance see when it comes to money obviously psg will be you know going back for buck but uh we do have two secret weapons over psg one is ole himself and two is uh, the norwegian wonder kid he signed arwen if i'm not wrong yeah. both Ole and Arwen have a good rapport with Haaland. That means within the deal. Apart from that, 
we play a good fast counter attack way of uh, you know football which suits Haaland a lot more than what City offer and I don't think uh, PSG will be playing a lot of that when it comes to the kind of depth that they have in this squad and Pochettino would be going on the front foot a little bit more with the depth of reserves that will be there with him. Yeah. So, uh, so then, you... Yeah. yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Then with the kind of... like We can offer him a decent amount of money. Plus, he, he has his best friend, Jaden Sancho also. So... We, I, I like the sound of Haaland to United next season. So, I think the, it's a pretty unanimous decision that all of us are going for Erling Haaland now. Hopefully, the club does something and his price is going to considerably drop uh, next summer. And now, with Real yeah. Madrid and Chelsea out of the race, I think we have a decent chance of landing him. Let's see what happens. You know, if, if, we, if we do uh, re-sign Popa and make the bridge in between uh, his super agent, maybe... It's, it becomes much more easier for us. Absolutely. And if Pogba signs an extension, then obviously Mino Rayola is going to take a huge uh, a huge commission from that. So, yes. that will probably make him happy and hopefully that, that helps us in the future. He will drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> and, uh, hopefully, I, the negotiations with Haaland for Borussia Dortmund won't last as long as the Sancho saga and it will be a quick one rather than waiting 12 months a whole season for for a player i don't i don't it think i don't think it's going to be quick for Holland. there's no chance i mean if we get it done in one summer i'll be really surprised i was actually surprised by how quickly things went with varan i was really expecting a long drawn uh, saga but i think within a month you had you you probably got got a fair idea that okay he's coming to united and that i was think quite yeah. ununited like yeah, that was really that was really good business by United. I was I was impressed, and that was quite a big signing too. And he, they got him for a decent transfer fee, decent salary. I think it's under two hundred k a week and 35, 34 million pounds. I think that's a pretty uh, good uh, deal we struck. And you know, speaking of Aran, he did not uh, start against Southampton, and obviously did not come off the bench either. And it's no surprise that we looked shaky at the back again. So, what what happened in that game, Kevin? We didn't. We didn't look like we are a team that's ready to challenge the league. Which look, it, we looked like a season uh, like the team we were two seasons ago. We were struggling to, you know, create chances. We were struggling to get our fullbacks forward in midfield. We were losing the ball, giving it away in, in silly ways. I think Bruno had a really a terrible game. So, what, what, how did you analyze this game, and where do you think United need to improve? Obviously, we would need uh, the likes of Sancho and Varane starting. But apart from that. What what else do you think that needs that uh, thing that needs to be done? It was a game of typical United, a frustrating one for the fans, and eventually the number of times we gave away the ball in both the halves, it cost us. Southampton in the end were uh, the more attacking team and even could have won the game if not for David De Gea. Uh, you mentioned Bruno had a, a rough game. Even Harry Maguire had a off game. Even he had some missed passes and he presented Southampton with a glorious opportunity to score. I think uh, the one thing we need now is uh, Edinson Cavani coming back to the team. Uh, the aerial ability and his uh, finishing will help us to score more goals. Uh, if, uh, we were playing out from the back uh, into the game and uh, we were we weren't effective at all the Southampton press we were uh, giving away the ball too many times in that too so Ole needs to look into that and 
I definitely see uh, Varane starting in the next Premier League game against Wolves. Uh, it will be interesting to see. Most probably, Victor Lindelof will have to make way. But uh, considering Varane coming in and Sancho coming in, hopefully it gives us the stability to attack as well as defend and we will be able to keep the ball possession most of the times. Certainly, certainly. And Shorts, how did you... Uh... How did you uh, see the game against Southampton? What were the flaws United in, in United's game and where do you think United uh, can improve? Uh, there are a lot of ways in which we can improve. So, when you're looking at our structure in possession, there was no strong exchanges in the midfield or the forward line. Because our forwards were you know, struggling to see the ball and we were not able to get it out of our own half. Uh, part of the reason why is because, uh, say, DDG obviously does not uh, play the sweeper keeper role, so he's not there and involved much. Uh, we were trying, we always try to play out from the back. And Maguire, although Lindelof did a really good, uh, had a really good game against Leeds, he was not at his best because he was not getting, you know, getting to see. The players out in front. Marshall was not run, doing the runs enough as well. Now Southampton's press was great, but then again, our you no, know, our double pivot was very narrow. So, and our right flank was not playing out that well as well. So there were very less chances for us also to you know, spray around the ball. Now, what do we change over here? Is obviously we get Purani. Uh, we if Matic is playing, we don't ever play Fred with him. We play uh, McTominay. Or else if we get you know, a good ball progressor in the BM as well, if we sign him. Uh, apart from this, yes, Kavani should you know come up. He can do the runs. He can move around a little bit to give uh, you know, others options as well to you know, see him around. And Bruno did have a stinker. He stinked my FPL again this this time around. Although he was the champion the first time, uh, first first week, but yeah. So if he have if he uh, move around the pieces in the midfield a little bit, he'll definitely have a better opportunity of going ahead. And uh, you know, in the now obviously we are going to be facing Wolves, and in the past they have been kind of a bogey team for us. Obviously under Nuno, they are a they were a different outfit. They were sitting back, playing a back five, very, very, uh, you know, narrow in terms of their attacking. And then they were just hitting, hitting us on the counter with the likes of Atama Traore and Jimenez finishing. So uh, it's a, obviously a different team under Bruno Lag. It's a more attacking team. Do you think that, uh, Kevin, do you think that that will play into the hands of United? Because when teams tend to attack us, we like it because we can, we can obviously sit back and then hit them on the counter attack. We've got fantastic players, uh, like obviously Rashford is not going to be fit, so we have Sancho, we have Dan James, if Martial starts, we have him, we have Greenwood, all really quick players who can hit the opposition on the counter-attack. So, do you think that a change in manager for Wolves is uh, actually beneficial for United and even though it's an away game, we should be winning this one comfortably? I think uh, if if Wolves actually play their uh, game under Bruno Lag, uh, it will be beneficial for us on the counter attack, but 
uh, they would have analyzed how we struggled against Southampton. So even Wolves will probably sit back and try to uh, beat us uh, and uh, like Southampton did. But, uh, as you said on the counter attack, uh, during the Southampton game, Anthony Marshall just lacked confidence. So he was not able to provide the final ball. If if Sancho starts and Greenwood starts, so it will be really uh, easy for us to you know break on the counter attack with Pogba and Bruno and their long balls. Uh, Bulls have been the bogey team for us, and uh, and it is an away game and the and in the Premier League fans are back, so it won't be as easy to make comebacks like we did last year. So even that that added pressure. So it will be a fun and entertaining game. I think it will be a close one. Hopefully, United end up on the right side. Fantastic. And how shorts? How do you think this game is going to happen? Like I'll ask you in terms of the playing philosophy, and then I'll also ask you for your score prediction, and then I'll go back to Kevin and ask him for his score line. So, how do you see this one going? Okay, so I think Wolves will be pressing us a lot. So we need to be, you know, whatever I said previously, we should be doing that. Apart from this. Uh, as Kevin mentioned, yes, hands are back. Won't be that easy. But Bulls have lost at home in their first match, if I'm not wrong. And that was against Spurs. If Spurs can do it, we can definitely do it. And uh, let's see. Score prediction. 3-1 United. And who do you see getting the goals for United? Bruno won penalty and... One from Greenwood and one from uh, Kavani. You just you just care about your FPL man. You don't care about United. <laughs> <laughs> and Kevin, Kevin, coming to you, what what will be your score prediction and who do you see who do you see getting the goals for United? So I'll go with a two-one prediction. I think Sancho will get his first goal for United, and maybe Bruno or Greenwood will chip in too. I think Adama Traore will have a good game for Wolves. And uh, if Nevis two, uh, we... yes, two one two United. Fantastic. So I think let's hope that we pick up three points and uh, we go on a good run of form because early season. Run of, but what is your what is your prediction? Uh, I think I'll go for something similar to Kevin. I think it's not going to be uh, that good, but I feel that we'll dominate possession. We'll create most of the chances. Probably we will score both both goals and then have goals. Uh, Score, score one late on and then like as always we are going to have a nervy end to the game and I do see uh, Bruno getting a goal I see Greenwood getting a goal too so let's let's hope and Greenwood's really started the season well he's 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 scored in both games he's the only player to do that so let's hope that continues and let's hope that we pick up three points and I think uh, do you think we'll we'll sign someone like uh, like we did on the last day of the window last season or will it be a panic signing or something considering if the Wolves result doesn't go our way? I think I think uh, we might just go for someone that way and I actually don't mind a panic signing because anyone is going to be better than Fred at the moment. So even if we are paying something for someone who is 30 and will give us only two more seasons, I think that that is good because United have said that there is money to do a deal whenever they find the right player and they have been linked with a lot of players. Some of them have been good fits. So maybe we can just go for the someone like Bisuma, I feel will be one of the surprise packages because 
there haven't been too many links to Bisuma, and he's quite cheap actually compared to the price being quoted for Rice and for Saul. So let's see. Let's hope that something happens. I think if you would ask me now, the likeliest option would be Saul. But you know, you you can never predict these things in football. Anything can happen. So let's hope. And obviously, Kamavinga does want to leave. So if PSG don't sign him, then he will obviously prefer United because Ren don't want him to leave, go on a free next season, next summer. So I think that's a good that's a good chance that United get Kamavinga too. But fingers crossed. Let's see. And uh, yeah, I think that's that's a perfect that's a perfect way to uh, end the podcast. And let's hope the next time we guys speak, we've signed a DM and we've beaten Wolves, and we're really optimistic going into and the we coming have a, game. And we have a suitable Champions League group. And too. yeah, that is true. Yeah, and the Champions yeah, yeah, League yeah, draw too is going to be uh, one to watch out for. And thankfully, because uh, the likes of Barca, Real, and PSG not winning, they are all in the same pot as we are, and we can't face Man City. So, let's hope that we get a really good draw. And let's hope that we can actually win the group, not just qualify. Because last season also, it looked like we're going to win the group and then we just messed it up. We reached the Europa League. Yeah, we're not going to jinx this this time. Yeah, this time, this time, no jinx is happening. That's why I didn't get Karan on this <laughs> episode. <laughs> but okay. He'd be really happy with the Bissima shot out. <laughs> yeah, he'll, he'll definitely. And I think for the next episode, he'll. I, if he signed Bissima, I think we are going to do an instant reaction with uh, Karan just speaking about it for the next half an hour. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, that's the perfect way to uh, close the podcast and thanks for all of you guys for listening. Thanks for following us on social media and those of you who haven't, please follow us on Twitter and on Instagram. We keep posting updates about United. We keep giving our opinions about things happening in football. So please give us a shout and if anyone, if anyone wants to get in touch possibly to be on the podcast one day, Please, please let us know because we are always looking forward to having guests on the show. But apart from that, guys, thanks, thanks a lot for being a wonderful audience. And thanks to you guys for joining me, guys.